Especially like with. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'll go. I'll okay, go. go. Okay. Teenager therapy. Because we have problems too. Hi, everyone. Welcome back to Teenage Therapy. I'm Gael. I'm Thomas. I'm Kayla. I'm Isaac. I'm Mark. And welcome back to the podcast. We're back for another episode. Good. We just finished filming a YouTube video, which by the time you're hearing this, it should be out if I edit it quick enough. We have a YouTube channel, Teenage Therapy, if you didn't know. We uploaded our first video two weeks ago. Was it one week? It was one week. One week. I remember it. Yeah. Um, Yeah, it was last week. So, you know, if you want to see us, Teenage Therapy on YouTube. Anyways, this, this episode today's episode we wanted to talk about school because school season oh wow there's my accent school season (laughs) has started um which means everyone's going back to school entering high school freshmen becoming sophomores sophomores becoming juniors 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 becoming seniors that is that is tough um so there's a lot of stress that comes with that and becoming a junior we were sophomores when we started this. We got one year left. <laughs> one year left. Well, what do you mean one year left? Till senior year, high school. Oh, I, yeah. Um. So how has the school been so far now that we have time to actually start getting more work and stuff? How How is it? Honestly, it's tiring. Yeah. Like every day I'm just like out of energy after school yeah you just want to nap especially after school yeah i've been taking I, a nap yeah. so much like the past it week. it takes a lot for me to just not take a nap like i tell myself i'm not gonna do the same thing and <laughs> i just wake up like at eight <laughs> <laughs> yeah. no eight is too late for me i have to wake up at like six wow that's taking a nap at like I can't four stop myself, like <laughs> on sorry. monday i think i fell asleep at like 3 30 i woke up at like six wow and i was like oh what time do you sleep so that's where the time went <laughs> um i slept till, the day before i'm pretty sure i slept at like 12 or something that's that's now like my bedtime really yeah usually at like 12 um you wake up like at six right yeah six hours of sleep six hours of, that's why you're so tired but yesterday i fell asleep at 11 wow Did you feel better nice no. not really she was pretty <laughs> tired today tired. Same thing. Tired. wow that sucks dude i um yeah I, i've been feeling that way a lot dude um because my last period of the day is tennis so i play tennis and then after that i'm supposed to go to the gym and i just can't like i have no motivation to walk to the gym and then walk home it's tennis just, is your gym yeah, i know <laughs> yeah that's what i've been trying to do and it's it's hard I, I just i don't know how i did it last year last year i even used to do it five days a week um, so every day after school, I'd go to the gym. But this year, I just can't motivate myself to do it. Um, I missed two days, which is a record. Um, oh. It's not too bad, but it, I just thought it was interesting how tired I got. Every time, I just, my legs were done for. And then I would get home, I would eat, and then the biggest urge to sleep kicks in. Oh, my God. Oh my. Same. No, especially when I turn on the AC. Yeah. And after I've eaten, uh-huh. that's when I'm just. <laughs> My routine is: I get home, I turn on the AC, I shower, I eat, and <laughs> yeah, then it same, kicks in. Same. The warmth from the shower, the food coma. Mm-hmm. So I've been trying to to eat after I do my homework. No, because I'm hungry once I go home. I know. Do you eat lunch? I do, but so, usually I like share it with people. Wow, so. generous, generous queen. Share your lunch? Yeah, I always share my lunch. Like the school lunch? 
Yeah. How do you share that? Like I let people grab pieces of my food. You're violating the rules of elementary school. You oh, oh no, sharing that's food. so true. My bad. My bad. <laughs> um, yeah, how are you guys, Thomas, Mark? It's honestly really tiring, like Kayla said. And one time I woke, I mean, uh, yeah, one time I got home at like four and then I took a nap and I woke up at eight and just real like waking up and realizing I still had a ton of homework to do was the worst feeling ever. It was really bad. Yeah, you. What? So usually, Thomas or Mark come to my house after school. Um, it's because sometimes Thomas doesn't have a ride, so he comes to my house, and then you know we eat, and then Thomas after right after he eats, he's like, "All right, I'm gonna go take a break." <laughs> yeah. So he goes and lays on the couch, and one day he fell asleep for like three hours, <laughs> from four all the way till seven thirty or eight, and he woke up. He was like bro <laughs> what time is it why didn't you wake me up yeah because i said oh um yeah if I, if I fall asleep can you guys please wake, please wake me up and i was about to, i was about to up. wake you up but then i asked gael and then gael said no he said don't wake me i up. thought you said not to wake you up so we let you sleep for three no. hours no, I, I didn't. but you must have needed it so yeah i'm Not sure true. did you finish your homework that day yeah i did so or like what i could get done oh I heard you felt terrible after though. I after did. I felt really bad. Do you guys I mean, feel bad after naps or what? There has never been a time where I woke up after after a nap and I felt good about myself. Like, it just it's because really? like naps happen when I don't expect this. So I wake up That's like, true. yeah, like one time, I was really really tired, so I just I needed to, so I slept for like one hour. I put my timer on, and I woke up and. You know when you're like tired that it hurts to blink? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. that was me. So like my eyes were like hurting. <laughs> I was like, oh fuck. <laughs> like I just need to power through. Yeah. But yeah. And then it's hard to focus on your homework. Nap. Yeah. You gotta go from like sleeping to exactly. suddenly, you know, writing yeah, an essay. It was hard. Ooh, do you know, every time I nap, I, I don't like naps because it's just I don't feel any better. I, I wake up oily, dehydrated, sweaty. But dizzy but, but my head hurts the end of the night then you feel better you feel more energized yeah that's true yeah like an hour after the nap exactly. i wake up i feel more energized me or too. i feel more awake me too um i try to only take 30 minute naps though i set my timer for 30 minutes oh, really? 30 i need minutes? at least an hour yeah people say 30 minutes is the optimal time for that's naps. like a power max naps like yeah. two hours. <laughs> you're supposed to have a power nap. two hours my max is three. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> Oh, sorry, my minimums too. Oh, oh. <laughs> Max, sorry. His max is a full eight hours. Yeah. Just a quick nap. <laughs> Just sleeping at this point. Dude, I sleep. I sleep at ten thirty every day. I, I'm pretty good with that schedule. Sleep ten thirty, wake up at six. That sounds nice. That does sound yeah. nice. I think I have plenty of time. Honestly, That's, for me, it's like I sleep when I get home. I wake up, do homework, then sleep again. <laughs> yeah, basically. Uh, I can't take naps though because usually I have work to do. I have to either edit a podcast video or a podcast or work on some stuff for it. So since I don't have enough time to do all of that plus weekend homework, I have to do it throughout the week. So I can't, you know, I have to finish everything, Mm -hmm. which, you know, is my next point. What do you guys think about weekend homework? Hate it. Hate it. It's I was like, we already have school five days of the week. Why do yeah. you need to add more to it? I like, and I understand too, so that you can, you know, enhance your skills mm-hmm. or whatever. But I mean, weekend homework, we already have enough of that throughout the, like, the weekdays. Yeah. So the weekend is just unnecessary. Mm-hmm. Exactly. For both the student and the teacher. I remember 
Like, you know, weekend homework was always like a problem. Like it always annoyed me, mm-hmm. but I never got too mad at it. Until until, until there was a time. I think it was like winter break. And you know how winter break is two weeks, right? Yeah. Yeah. And I was looking forward to those two precious weeks because God, I was in a terrible state. Like there was just homework and homework and so much work. And I was just really looking forward to winter break, having a nice two weeks to myself, doing whatever I wanted. But no, 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 no. Because some teachers decided that winter break means an opportunity to do homework. That's true. So it was just super annoying because I just wanted to enjoy my break after working so hard. Yeah, so hard. Yeah. (laughs) And like the weekends don't even count as breaks because I still got weekend homework. Mm-hmm. So it was just terrible. Mm-hmm. And then that's weekend, when I got really, really. You guys bad. have weekend homework right now? Yes. yes. Yeah, a lot. Yes. Yeah, me too. Do we? L-E-Q, yeah, we do. Yeah. Lang, dude. And LAQ to write. Is it a lot of AP Lang? Um, it's a good amount. It'll take at least like an hour or two. Okay. Oh, Talking yeah. about yeah. Talking about weekend homework, dude. That made me realize that I'm not looking for the forward for the weekend or this weekend. I yeah. just don't look forward to Sundays. Mm-hmm. Is that when oh. you do it? Well, cause I I can't do it today. <laughs> or, I mean, I can do it, but I'm gonna be so tired. I know. I yeah, yeah, I feel that's like why so. I'm trying to do them like on Saturday. And then now. Saturday, uh-huh. I'll try to do some, but usually I end up like doing like a little. Like bit. now on Saturdays, I wash, do all my homework. Like I tr- I don't want to mm-hmm. do it on Sunday. Mm-hmm. Yeah, usually, like you said, Mark, sometimes I don't even look forward to weekends because I know it just means more homework than on a regular day, which, you know, is kind of kind of annoying. It does it does seem really unnecessary to me because, you know, like you said, you have five days a week of homework and then after that, they want to give you more. It just seems, is it as effective as teachers think it is? I think if they do do it, they should limit it to an hour of homework, mm-hmm. you know? Um because it really does add up, especially when you're taking multiple AP classes. Yeah. There could be four or five hours of uh, weekend homework. And it's just, it sucks that this is happening because you realize that you don't really get to spend time just to relax, have like school kind of shut off for a bit, just relax, um, reduce your stress levels. And maybe that's why students are so stressed because it's, it's just constant homework. And even on the times that they're supposed to have some time to relax and kind of, um, what's the word? You know, just wind down and Take sort of yeah. like like um reset their stress yeah. levels. I get you, yeah. They can't do it because they're still stressed about it. And, and sometimes the the assignments are confusing, which stresses people out because they don't know what to do. Maybe they don't have contact with the teacher, so they're like frantically messaging friends. You know, what do yeah, I do? How do I, I do it? So I don't think teachers should do that. I think it's ineffective. I think maybe that's why stress levels and depression levels are rising among among teens among among teens. Um, <laughs> seems like a a, a a bad bad idea. But for us in particular, it's AP and honors classes, so maybe I was guessing it would justify it weekend homework. But I think they should just make the classes harder in general on weekdays, so weekends just still shouldn't have homework. Yeah, I don't know if I truly, really think that's a proper excuse. I mean, I feel yeah, like the I feel like the classes are already are as hard, hard as, as yeah, it is. Yeah, like we don't need weekend homework to make it like harder. Uh-huh. But Isaac's point does make sense because we did sign up for these classes, like regular yeah, classes. I, I I'm taking a regular class right now, and like you don't have 
any stress from that class mm-hmm. you just come in you just do the work you're and right. that's no stress so at all. true it is yeah we just yeah. sign up for the harder classes the only so homework so i get is ap laying yeah that's it. yeah right mm-hmm. and god what do you think what do you think when teachers say you why are you guys so stressed there's no need to be stressed oh that is especially when the ap teachers say that that's dumb that's that really dumb, dumb. And they're the ones who give like the. They should know, yeah, because they're the one that's assigning. The I think students. I think it really does have to do with their ego, and, and a lot of teachers yeah. take pride in the fact that their classes are hard. Mm-hmm. And it just doesn't make sense, mm-hmm. you know. You should try to inc- want people to learn, not just exactly. want people to fail your class. So you could be like, my class is really hard. The fact that your class is hard doesn't mean you're a good teacher. It just means you know how to assign a lot of work. Yeah. I mean, it depends on um, their motives too, right? Like preparing them for college because mm-hmm. college is really hard. The biology teacher, AP biology teacher, she um, from the start says that her class is really hard, like a college level. And that's only because she wants to prepare them for college because um, the major biology in college is really, really hard. Mm-hmm. So you think that justifies it? Because I mean, we're, we're preparing for it. And that's the excuse every grade, every teacher says, we're preparing you for this. We're preparing for you for that. And are you preparing them or are you just burning them out until they get to college and you realize, you know, I don't want to do this anymore? You, you, I think a, pr- a better way to do it is to build it up there. It gets increasingly mm-hmm. harder, a little harder, but it's not – it goes from, you know, mediocre to suddenly college level in the, in the sake of preparing you for it. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think they do it with the intention of, yeah, let me burn them out. Of course not, but I that's what it causes. Unintentionally, yeah. yeah, and unintentionally for sure. I don't think that's their – yeah, like Mr. Smith. Like, I feel like he actually wants us to learn. But yeah. his assignments and, like, even, like, because he has to go all through all of that under a year, that's why he has to go in a rush or teach in a rush. Why it goes so fast, fast-paced. Yeah, a lot of teachers have to rush through it because they don't have enough time to teach yeah, everything, yeah. which is why they assign so much homework, um, especially on the weekends. Uh-huh. You know, I honestly was thinking of trying to sign a petition and put up a case against weekend homework um, and present it to our principal, but I couldn't find any research on it. So I think it's just going to have to boil down to a petition. I'd sign. Mm-hmm. I don't think I want to completely eliminate it, but I want to reduce it to maybe an hour total, maybe two at most. Um, According to class. like the average student, because mm-hmm. obviously teachers know how to do it, so that's why they're like, oh, it's only an hour. Oh, but then it takes yeah. you like three. And then, I don't know, it's really annoying. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. An hour in total or per class? In total, not per class. Because that would be, you know, it could easily be Whoa. four hours of homework. That means like each class would be like 20 minutes, 10 mm-hmm. minutes of Just homework. something to kind of, ha- you know, like, you do review, something quick, like, review. So I feel like, like the only time I think like weekend homework is necessary is if we need to study for a test uh-huh. the that's, next week. Yeah. Other than that, I think it's stupid. Well, the, sometimes you can see how weekend homework is justifiable because, for example, for AP U.S. History, we have the LEQ. Yeah. And I'm pretty sure a lot of us wouldn't have wanted to write it on a weekday when we have all this homework. Mm-hmm. So giving That's us the true. weekend gives us a lot more time to freely work on the LEQ. Mm-hmm. And he gave us time before the weekend. Yeah. Like, it's not purely on the weekend. It was, like, Wednesday, Thursday, mm-hmm. Friday. So I think in some cases, it's justifiable for the weekend. Yeah, I think if it's strategically placed there to enhance yeah. your learning, not just keep you busy during the weekend, I think then it's, it's mm. I'm not against it. I'm just against it when teachers do it for the sake of having, you know, they want you to have something to do, which I don't think it should be the main motive for it. It should be to learn. Yeah. Do you um, think that's happening to you? 
that teachers assign busy like for work. Example, yeah, your AP good. Lane class. Yeah, I think there's a lot of busy work. Uh-huh. Um, does it help? I think it definitely helps. Yeah, but I just don't think it's worth the long-term consequences, the possible consequences and damage towards your mental health, especially now that a lot of stru- students are struggling with it. I think it would be a bad idea to um keep people busy and not give them any time to focus on their own interests because you have to keep in mind other people have other interests you know they might have hobbies they might be Mm -hmm. competing they might have other passions yeah and if you're taking three or four ap classes you barely have any time for that um especially if it requires two or three hours of you know having to drive somewhere do your practice or whatever and then coming back and doing homework Mm -hmm. because how much free time do you have after school it depends. Like, on homework. Depends on the homework, yeah, right? But usually, mm-hmm. it's a very little amount of time. It's because I think teachers assign homework and justify their case with this should only take three hours if you fully focus. But it's hard to be a hundred percent productive mm-hmm. for an hour. That's true. A lot of teachers are say, if you know you weren't going to have the time, then why did you sign up for the class? That's true. And that's also part on the student, too. Yeah. It's not just the teacher. The student has to know what your hobbies are, what your interests are. Mm-hmm. And you have to take each class not for the sole reason of taking it, but how it ties in into your big goal. Yeah. If your goal, if your goal is to go to college and that's what you're focusing on, then I think it's fair to take a lot of AP classes and that's what you spend your time on. But if your goal is to become a dancer and you're taking four AP classes... I don't think that would be as good of an, an idea because if you if your passion is to dance, I think you should take a few classes you enjoy and spend the rest of that time learning and developing your passion, which is dance. Yeah, pursue your passion. You think um, there's a priority on grades over mental health? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, there is. Definitely. I think only some students think like that. What do you mean? Because... I mean, I know that some students don't really care about their grades. That's true. There's uh-huh. some that care more than others, and then they just they prioritize everything for the grades. Mm-hmm. I think it's because a lot know at one point like their mental health can recover. That's but true. You're- <laughs> for grades, they can. That's that's a terrible mentality. Really, if you think about it. Yeah, you know, like it's hard to bounce back from that. It 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 could be dangerous, life threatening. If you let it get like you know thinking your mental health will recover, oh, you know, like don't that, prioritize you know that little like um. That's crazy. It's like a little saying. It's um, pain is temporary, but GPA is forever. Oh my god, <laughs> <laughs> oh my. that sounds like a gym bro thing. It does. That's exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. Yeah. yeah, that's that's the that's a also a relevant issue in the workforce that a lot of people. In a lot of companies, Silicon Valley, those type of tech startups and, you know, the whole entrepreneurship and just Wait, the workforce, um, the tech in like the tech city, basically where all the startups and, you know, it's a city, it's a city, oh, I think it's in San Francisco. And it's just, there's a lot of tech and new businesses that are opening there. It's okay. kind of like the, the mm-hmm. center of it. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the culture there and in general, really around the workforce is work comes first over anything, you know, like, you know, prioritize work even if it means you have to sacrifice some of your mental health. And I, I was reading this article. You know what Fiverr is? No. no. It's where it's actually where we the platform we use to make our jingle. It's uh, where you not? people can put up jobs and you you could buy their skills for five dollars. So if you if you need someone to make you a song, you pay them five dollars and they make you a song. If you need someone to help you with this, they do that. Um, 
and they ran a marketing campaign that basically glorified overworking and overworking yourself because that's what entrepreneurs do in a way. I forgot the exact wording of the ad, but it was based around overworking yourself. Mm-hmm. And they glorified it. They gl- so it's, it's glorified. So they it. agreed with it. There's a big glorification problem among, you know, the workforce that involves overworking yourself and it's starting it's it's spreading towards school as well. Uh-oh. With the, you know, prioritize grades over your mental health. Uh-oh. I mean, that makes sense if they're trying to glorify yeah. it because it's going to benefit them. It, it is going to benefit. So keep working propaganda yeah that's a big problem and counselors i don't know how effective they are you know i think i saw somewhere the ap the ap sign up sheet you know how you have to sign up paperwork yeah that you have to you know you can't drop it you're agreeing that it would be more work than usual and some districts even have a warning and have suicide hotlines oh, and stuff oh. that it may cause more stress than usual. So, you know, if it's causing so much stress and increase in suicide rates and stuff, then maybe there's a problem. I think that's pretty significant. So, um, talking about counselors, there was an incident this week um, involving me and a counselor and a teacher. And Okay, so basically... Um, in one of my classes, we have this daily journal that we do every day, uh, and one of the and the one of the topics for today's were that like we're talking about um, like disappointment or like just like what are your struggles, and obviously like I don't really like sharing that much, and it wasn't um, like it wasn't something like too concerning, but I guess like I I can see why. Um, what happened ha- happened so basically uh my teacher she read that i was basically overwhelmed with like balancing school like in clubs and like and basically how i feel like i'm sacrificing my mental health for it and so like i guess um so she read it um and then she called my counselor and then my counselor called me in and then um you know walking in i was like i thought it was like about my schedule because like i I had no idea like why would she why she would call me in but as soon as i sat down and she was like oh um one of your teachers were concerned about you i was so confused because i didn't think i wrote anything too um alarming but you know so we sat down and then she talked to me um Asking me, like, you know, what's wrong and stuff. She was just um, comforting me and, like, making sure that I was okay and that, like, my stress levels weren't too high. And, like, I was fine. Like, I wasn't crying or anything. Like, I wasn't... I, I, I was getting emotional, for sure. Um, but once she asked, like... Um, like, I know you do a lot of stuff. You know, for college, for your family, and you don't want to disappoint them. But I want to know what you do for yourself. And like, as soon as like she asked me that, like I started crying because, like, I knew like I because I sat there in silence, and I didn't know what to say because there really wasn't anything I did for myself that I enjoyed. Like, 
I remember I used to be really into art. <laughs> but because of like my schedules and like my classes, I didn't take art. And that was like junior year and that was like too late. Because a part of me always wanted to go to an art school. <laughs> a part of me always wanted to go to an art school. <laughs> but I don't have a portfolio. I never worked on it. I don't know the basics of art. Or anything like that. I'm like... <laughs> I don't know. It just feels like... Like, I'm putting myself through so much work and stress <laughs> for something I don't even want for myself. And then she was just telling me, like, make sure to um, take time, you know, take care of yourself. Make sure that you have some time to relax and everything. But <laughs> it's just, like, a little contradicting because how am I supposed to, like, you know, get get my good, get good grades, make sure I do all my work, and get involved with school and clubs, and and still have time to take care of myself because those ten minutes for myself is literally like I don't have any time. And, but yeah, I just felt really stressed out because I don't know what I want to do after high school and I know it's only the beginning of junior year <laughs> but I have no idea what I want to do or if I want to go to college what kind of college I want to go to what I want to major in I don't know anything about that and it, it really stresses me out do you think the counselors helped um, talking to them I didn't think it would at first but like I was just sharing that with her. <laughs> it relieved a lot of my um, stress. Yeah, and, I feel like uh, <laughs> you released something heavy off your chest when you did that. And that's why I kind of... I feel happy for you because you got to... You got to have something off your chest. This burden. Or I mean, I know it's not completely off. Like you still feel these... um These pressure on you, but... It's it's like the starting point, you know. You get me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I think the right question can re when can release a lot of pressure, inside right. pressure that you and, and doubt that you build on yourself, but you never express yourself. So when someone really asks you it, it's like it's it's all finally released. It's, it's sort of like if you avoid thinking about it, mm -hmm. but then once you finally get asked it, you're you're forced to to think about it, which you know might make you really emotional in the moment. But I think overall, it's helpful to think about it. And, you know, college and stuff, I think the reason this year is so stressful is because you really have to think about that. And uh, freshman and sophomore year, you could really, you could get away with not thinking about it and just saying, you know, I'll put it off for another time. But mm -hmm. for now, yeah, I don't know. And you'd be surprised. Most, it, it seems like everyone around you knows what they're doing, but... A lot of the times they don't. The majority of people don't know what they're doing. A lot of people go to college still not knowing what they want to major in. And they just choose something and they figure it out along the way. Um, there's even been teachers that have told us that they didn't even, you know, plan on becoming a teacher. Mm -hmm. They just came there accidentally, you know. Yeah. Um, 
it's important to plan for these kind of things and it's important to really think about your life goal i think it's a it's, it's really hard to think about what you want to do with your life of course and i read this book that sort of helped me kind of know how to do it i think the reason it's so hard for people to choose something is because they were never taught to write down their goals you know which is actually a pretty big thing in school you have you know how we get those papers that's write down three goals long-term goals and they give you a long-term plan and i think a lot of us are inclined to believe school and not believe in the things that they tell us because we think it's just junk and useless but i was reading this book and it was basically reinforcing the things they already tell us in school it's just that students don't listen because they assume it's dumb and not important and what i'm talking about is goal setting one of the big things in life that's going to really help you know where you want to take your life is setting a a goal for yourself a very very specific goal and this goal is not going to take a day to come up with it's not going to take a week it might take months it might even take a, a year or two and it's a very long process of having this goal because the more specific your goal is the easier it will be to work towards it and eventually be successful at it. So if you enjoy, um, you could choose something that makes you happy. You know, if you enjoy helping people, you like helping people. How do you like helping them? Do you like helping them directly? Do you want to help a lot of people? You could say, I want to help people by spreading issues on mental health, specifically depression. That's a, a specific goal and you could get even more specific with it. And the reason that helps is because it helps you plan out your life. If you know what you're working towards, you can make every decision with that goal in mind. So if you want to become a nurse, which is a very specific goal, you know you have to complete this, you have to go to college, you have to go to med school, you have to do this certain degree to, to become a nurse, and eventually you will be at you will be a nurse. So if any of you are struggling with what you want to do in life and what direction you want to go and you don't know take a moment to plan it out make a goal for yourself the more specific your goal can be the better because it will give it will give you a path and a path to follow when you don't know where to turn and it's not going to be easy but once you figure it out you realize a huge burden is taken off your chest because you know exactly which direction you want to go and that's how you find the direction in your life and i think a lot of teenagers set a goal too late in life but going back to you thomas did that make you realize did that change anything and make you want to do more for yourself um yeah yeah for sure i just don't really know what to do because i don't know what i want to do Do you don't have any idea no have you thought about it like seriously thought about it not just you know glimpsed at it I mean, not all that much, no. Well, it's good that you realize the now, because I hope now you start thinking about it, and I think that will take a lot of pressure off of you if you think about it and you realize what you want to do. Have any of you thought about it? Do you, any of you, you know, have like a set plan of what you want to do? I mean, I'm kind of in the same position as Thomas. Like, I completely understand what Thomas feels, or I like, I, I'm in the same position and that's because, like, you know, all my family members told me to do one thing and all that. And I never really thought of 
what I want to do or what I enjoy because they're mostly taken by what my parents or my family expect of me. So I think that's the reason why other people don't really think of um, what they want to do or what they enjoy or like their own goals in life. And that's because, um, yeah, it's just to please their family and all mm-hmm. that. Like, you um, know, like I found that what you said was interesting, the the um the goal setting in school like when teachers ask you to set three goals like what i do like i just put goals that relate to school like i have a high gpa have um impress my parents and go to college mm. and are those things that i really want to do yes i want to do them but are those things that that that's like my passion right yeah mm-hmm. and i found that really interesting because that's that's me like i'm one of those people I don't really take it seriously because it's just school, yeah, you know, not a passion. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, same. I mean, I, I kind of know what I want to go into, but it's not like a certain profession. But I mean, my parents—they don't really, not to say they don't expect me to go to college, but um, I think they're kind of fine with either or. Mm-hmm. I mean, my mom has always told me like, as long as you're happy. Yeah. So it's it's kind of just up to me and what I want to do. And I do want to go for sure. At least I think so. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I don't even know for sure, to be honest. Um, but right now, I'm just kind of going with it. For me, it's more of I'm scared of failing mm-hmm. like really oh God, bad. Me too. And I feel like I have. there's a lot of passions I like. And I always constantly think which one of these passions would make me the most successful. For mm. sure. You know, so you think about it in terms of success, yes, not happiness. Well, they're all my passions that make me happy, mm. but which one makes me? You're scared of not being successful. Mm. So, like, what if one of the passions I really like just leads me to getting no money? Yeah, and for example, college. I feel like if I don't go to college, I'm failing at something. Mm. Because college is, you know, one of those big stepping stones after high school, and I feel like. If I'm pursuing rather my passion without college, it's like I'm what just if, a step. You know, yeah, like what if your passion without college doesn't work out and then you don't have a degree? Yeah. You know, then what would you do? That's a fear. Yeah. Yeah, there's a huge pressure to go to college, a huge, huge pressure to go to college. Um, I get what you say that you're scared of failing and not being successful. Um, another thing that's common in books a lot of self-help books mention that success will not come to you if you purposely search and try to reach for success. Success will only come towards you when you worry about your own happiness and being the best in what you enjoy doing. And I believe that advice is true, but it's hard implementing it into my own mindset mm-hmm. because... I'm not necessarily scared of failing. I'm okay with being homeless, losing everything, and restarting over. I kind of expect that to happen at some point in my life. So I'm kind of mentally preparing for that because I know it will give me the chance to fight back and, you know, come back from that and hopefully make something out of it. The whole successful thing is for the longest time up to, up until... Recently, one of my main goals 
is to be just to be successful and to become wealthy. And that the reason I want to become wealthy is because one of my main goals has always been to be able to provide fully for my family and and give them the the best life they deserve. That is one of my main passions. And right alongside that is helping others. I want to I want to leave a legacy. I want to leave my contribution to the world. I want to contribute to people, to people's lives. I want to help them. That's something that I, you know, the past year or two, I've really started to develop and work towards that because I find that really valuable. Sometimes the whole college thing, going to that, it does make me think, do I need to go to college? I want to go to college personally because I enjoy learning. And I want to pursue an education and become educated. I've always really valued that. But the reason I don't want to go is because I don't want to put myself into debt. I don't want to put myself in a hundred, two hundred thousand dollars of debt because it just makes me. I don't know if it's worth it. I, I just financial aid. Even then, it's still really expensive. Well, it depends where you go. It depends where you go. Yeah. If you had your money covered. If I had my money covered, I would go for sure. Mm-hmm. Like, there's no doubt about it. Why don't you apply for scholarships? I will. And I'm also in a unique situation. Um, I'm in a, in a unique situation. So once I turn 18, I'm pretty sure I'm a, I'm a move to either the UK or Canada. Um, so I'll be there hopefully getting some free college. I say UK, not Canada. Yeah, but I heard Canada has free college or something. Really? Or really but, cheap no, college. Go to the UK. Everything's it looks more pretty. Aesthetic. You're right. Yeah. You're right. One trains with your coffee. Dang, exactly. you're going to UK. I'm going to Japan. We're out. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy. crazy as soon I'm as I'm in a van with Thomas. <laughs> in a van traveling? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Van life. Oh, no. I was telling Mark how crazy it would be if after I turn 18, if I were to move and you guys were to all stay in college in the U.S., I wouldn't see. I would leave. We would. I would leave at eighteen, and then I wouldn't see you till you're twenty three or twenty four. Yeah, that'd be weird. Same. That's oh something I really want to do. Lots of I want to go like on years. a journey where I'm alone and I really reflect and improve on myself for a couple of years. As soon as you said that, I imagined yourself in a robe, a mountain, and a beer. Japan, <laughs> 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 a little musty, but you know, like, but like meditating. But like, uh-huh. really, just <sighs> yeah, growing up. I feel like you can do that, like in Japan. Like going to Japan is a I really think you huge can possibility. do it anywhere, but just somewhere far away. Yeah, yeah. Japan has a big culture on just living life. Their tradition is to be happy. A mm. big focus on working to in the workforce, but afterwards, kind of like live your life to be happy, yeah. and that's that would be your success. And that's the other thing I wanted to touch on is that the whole success thing. I do want to be successful, and sometimes I just think, what if I just you know do do something I enjoy doing that. I make enough money to sustain myself and my family comfortably, comfortably. You know, I may not be a millionaire or a billionaire or multimillionaire, but I have a nice home, a nice family. I could travel and I could just live my life doing my hobbies, doing what I enjoy. And that's it. But then I don't know if that would make me as happy as being able to help as many people as possible, which requires wealth and stuff. Mm -hmm. I think it's because you just make want to make the biggest contribution that you can in your life. Mm-hmm. And I feel the same way. Like with my life, I don't want to die not making a big contribution to the world. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's what I want to do. Um I wonder I really it's crazy that we really will we will be 60 years old someday hope hopefully. That's the plan. Yeah. 
Um, like, can you imagine Isaac with a family? A family, oh his my kids. God. We're 60, 70 years old. You know, like we we did it. Our life is about to end. I can't picture myself. I can't. It's it's such a crazy concept to me. That is crazy. Um, that's weird. Everybody has their own. Equally, it's equally as scary to think that we might not make it. Where's your grandkid? Oh, he's so cute. I know. Like I'll be. I'll be reunion, and we all bring our families. Bro, I'll be wearing a red sweater. I can't even the outfits I'll be wearing. What do we wear over there? Like hoodies. <laughs> a fanny bag. No, but like I said, like, what if we don't live that long? That's a scary yeah, that's thought. That's true. Anything can happen. Why are we so far ahead? Yeah, yeah tomorrow's like, not even guaranteed. Exactly. By by twenty eight years old, one of us could be dead, and that'd be just so sad. That'd be sad. That's and you never know sad. what could happen with the world. It it that's yeah. True. It the just world. it teaches you to live with joy and live being happy because you never know um, what might happen. I was reading Michelle Obama's uh-huh. book, and she talked about this friend that. Oh, that taught her to always live joyfully she would go on adventures with her mom she traveled the world and she got cancer at 28 years old or 26 years old and she died and her mom died as well she also got cancer which was oh. such a bad coincidence oh. and she says in the book that she really learned what it means to live with joy because you never know when it might end and that's really yes, sad to me that is a lot of people take all these hits to their mental health because they feel like they're working towards that happiness Mm -hmm. but what if you never get to that end yeah you have to exactly you might never reach the happiness you just have to start at the end basically live every day being as happy as possible don't be a mad person don't be that sounds so bad actually don't be a sad person Mm. like don't don't be be sad sad. (laughs) it's just but no i just mean you know try your best to appreciate what you have and try to best to live joyfully because you never know when it's going to end as thomas was saying talking to a counselor and someone in general can really just help you out and make you realize a lot of emotions and and um release a lot of emotions you didn't even know you were holding in which brings up our sponsor for today's episode which is talk space and two weeks ago in the gun control and stuff episode they were also a sponsor and they're back because i think they're the perfect sponsor for this podcast in general, you know. They're an online therapy website, you know, and since the school school is starting and comes with a lot of stress that we're finally starting to feel the stress of junior year. Um Talkspace could really, really help because face-to-face therapy can cost a lot of money and a whole month of Talkspace is actually the same or near the same price as just one session one session per week which means it's a huge deal i personally tried online therapy before i really liked it thomas you said you tried it too right yeah yeah i talked to my counselor like whenever i have something on my mind mm-hmm. have any of you tried it a little bit no i haven't no not enough yeah but thomas and i tried it and i i think i, I use it the most it's really helpful i really like just talking to them just having someone to tell your problems to and someone that you don't know personally it's kind of weird at first but once you get used to it you realize how how much stress and how how much it helps get things off your mind which is why i really recommend it honestly yeah because a big problem for me about uh, traditional face-to-face therapy was trying to get there because i can't drive and my parents are always working and obviously it's not walking distance and if i ubered that would just build up and cost a lot of additional money yeah so online therapy is a very good alternative 
it allows you to do it from the comfort of your home. That's true. I, I really enjoyed that. I could do it anywhere. And sometimes you're just so bummed out. You don't have the energy to go to face-to-face therapy. And give the effort to actually talk. You yeah, it's more convenient. Mm-hmm. I'd say so. There's a lot of benefits and there's some cons as well. But I really do think it might help some of you guys. So, if, you know, if this sounds interesting to you, and I hope it does, uh, you can go to Talkspace.com slash student. And you could use our promo code Teenage Therapy, all one word, Teenage Therapy, to get your first week free. And it does help sh- support the show. So if you're interested, again, go to Talkspace.com slash student and use code Teenager Therapy. Um, I think it would be really helpful. And, you know, you think there's a stigma around therapy? Yes. Yeah, I think there is. Like around going to therapy? Yeah, definitely. Especially with um, the older generations. Yeah. Like I feel like they're not, you know, accustomed to therapy. And I think they feel like therapy is considered to be weak for people who are crazy sort yeah of, with an yeah. illness yeah uh-huh yeah um i've said in previous episodes i want to go to therapy and i still do but it's so expensive i really i can't afford it it's crazy expensive although i did i wish i could um i was gonna say another dilemma we had that's a little unrelated to the school topic but also kind of related to the general topic is Using the word teenager therapy on our merch, you know, um, mm-hmm. we were talking about that. You know, if we were to release a hoodie or a shirt or something that has the words teenage therapy on it, how people would feel wearing that and seeing that. Like if there would be a negative stigma with the yeah. words teenager therapy. And if it would feel like just putting the word depression on a shirt. I don't think it's as serious as putting a mental illness to make money off of because i did see you know urban outfitters had a shirt that just said depression 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 Mm -hmm. and their argument was that it was a brand the brand name was depression which that just seems dumb to me because that's that's that just seems stupid um but in terms of teenage therapy because it is our podcast name and it's not a mental illness it's a service so you think how would you feel what do you think of it i mean i wouldn't mind wearing it i think it's fine it might even be helpful because it would help to stigmatize the word therapy, which is often seen as bad. Um, but that's something that we wanted to ask you guys. So mm-hmm. please DM us at teenager underscore therapy on Instagram. Give us your input on that because it's something that we were kind of debating if it's if it's appropriate to use the, the word teenage therapy. So just let us know what you think. Is it inappropriate? Is it right? Um, is it right to use? Is it wrong to use? That would uh, that would really help. Mm. And this is for you guys. Mm-hmm. And you want to make something that you guys would want to wear. Mm-hmm. That's true. Anyways, I want to move on to something a little lighter. So, you know, so you don't end on such a, a heavy a heavy note. So, um, Homecoming is coming up yeah. next month. Mm-hmm. Yep. September wow. 21st. Oh, yeah. I can't believe Saturday. it. Saturday. Wait, that's your birthday, Mark? No, it's near my birthday. Oh. Wait, September 22nd 24th 24th damn it okay cool wait so are you guys going i i'm pretty sure i am really i I am too whoa i don't know i just something clicked inside me like i really want to go i think it'd be fun like it's kind of just like playing dress up you know i guess already junior have like no more excuses to be like i'll go later exactly and i was thinking like i'm gonna be senior i'm just like damn i should have gone junior year too it's pretty i don't know how much is it I, was about it. I I I don't I don't remember the prices. $40? Did we talk about this in the last episode? No, no. We talked about it in per, just um out of the podcast. 
I think. Oh, maybe. I don't know. Whatever. If the ticket's really expensive, then I'll think about it a little bit longer. Yeah. But I think it's like 30 if I remember 30 correctly. 30 isn't like too, too bad. Really? Yeah. Well, it's, I don't know. Okay. Don't know. After going to the back to school dance, that's when I decided that I wanted Bruh. to go to the homecoming. <laughs> <laughs> no, for, for real though, because it was fun. I, I didn't think it was going to be fun. It was back to school dance, but it was fun. Mm-hmm. And then if I think that the homecoming would not be fun, then I'm probably lying to myself. Yeah, I would it's fun if you make it fun. Yeah, yeah. Really I went to home. I was oh, sorry. I went to homecoming um once in uh, freshman year, and I didn't go last year just because like no one else was going, except like I don't know. It was just with like a weird group of people. Not not okay. Not Whoa. a weird group of people. It's just that I don't talk to those yeah that group of people. So I would have felt really like excluded. So that's why I didn't go. But this year and senior year obviously i'm gonna go mm-hmm. i went freshman year um i went with thomas and it was expensive i just remember it being expensive and it wasn't as special or fancy as i imagined it to be um maybe it's because of the movies i expected to there, to there to be like some food considering how yeah. expensive it yeah. was yeah i thought they were gonna have some food options maybe some you know punch or something some light snacks refreshments but no they had cold pizza and water no. <laughs> for free or were they no selling? it was a dollar for half a slice of a pizza why oh. we, were, we were paying for the 30 dollars. yeah i don't know Way homecoming what, right yeah how i even did the math you know if they charge 30 dollars oh per God. person and let's say how many people like 150 150 people go that would be four thousand five hundred dollars and the decorations most of them are already bought so let's say you put five hundred dollars towards catering that's already enough oh my god um now you're exploiting it <laughs> I, yeah no i just want to know how the budget is handled because i mean I think because be a better experience a lot of it goes this. towards like the, i think the dj and oh, uh, and, and the and peg like entertainment which is the company that sets the equipment and like mm-hmm. the decorations and but, stuff. i mean even then i think there's a significant yeah yeah profit. Yeah, yeah definitely like still a pretty questionable amount of money to pay mm-hmm. but, but i'm surprised that at a, such a, an event like homecoming yeah it would be pizza and water yeah i mean no, no it was okay sad. the freshmen did the best they could <laughs> can someone <No>. like <laughs> volunteer to cater <laughs> or dude or anything like that honestly Thomas? i would be fine with paying like I five mean, more dollars just to cater i swear yeah, yeah right? i mean it's because a lot of people eat beforehand anyways oh that's true like oh, shoot we gotta, oh. like like everyone eats before, oh, like, I can't wait for homecoming. it'd be a cool thought though honestly it's just mm-hmm. i don't know it just left me with a sour taste in my mouth i didn't i really the, it How was it really worth feel? like ten dollars how did it make you feel it just made me feel very just I paid thirty dollars for this. Oh. It felt it felt like a ten dollar event. A rip off. A rip off. It felt like huge. Like I'm it. sorry, I, everyone who worked on it. I'm sure you're great, but it just felt like a huge rip off. I was like, our eighth grade dance, end of the school year dance, which was fifteen dollars, was, so was. I'm not even joking. A hundred times better. It was, it was like, yeah. yeah. Oh, wasn't it like ten dollars? Yeah, it was ten dollars, yeah. and they had and food, they had music. <laughs> yeah, like, Wait, tell me about it. Tell me about it. No, in eighth grade, in our eighth grade uh, final dance, the black and white dance, as they called it. Yeah. Um, we dressed up all fancy. It was ten dollars. Wow. They had they had uh they had dessert. They mm-hmm. had a main course, and I think they had appetizers. Wait, where was it? It was like pasta. It was at our school. It was at our school. At our school. Yeah. They had. Oh, Wait, so, was okay. it in the, no. the cafeteria? It was in the cafeteria. Oh, so there was tables and... Yeah. Cafeteria no, they, and the tables were outside, but in the cafeteria was just the so room. So how did they cater? Or it was outside. Oh. It was like, outside tables. You go outside and... That is so... Yeah. Cool. That cafeteria was so gross. 
during the dances. <laughs> but let's oh not my God, focus on that. The walls would that. be sweaty. <laughs> the floor would be wet. Let's oh not focus. It just made the whole what we're gonna experience when you turn 21 and go to a club. But yeah, still, the true. food there was pasta, there was cake, there was punch. Yeah, like that sounds good. The sort, it, no, it good. was good. Why, like, it generally wait, was and good. And this is middle school. It was middle. It so was ten dollars. Ten dollars. And it was ten dollars. And it, it seriously made me realize how bad of a ripoff homecoming was and I, I was like you know what's going on here are, like, are we that desperate for money that we can't a- allocate five two hundred dollars you know yeah like we should i just think the students deserve a better experience especially since you know it's some and people's I think first a lot of people would go to homecoming think they so. knew like they were gonna get such good food because like you guys said they people eat beforehand but i think part That's of the big no experience excuse. of homecoming it's like eating with your friends. Yeah. It adds know, to it so much. When you party, you know, you're dancing, you're doing, and then you go eat. I think that really just adds to it. Yeah. That's surprising because really homecoming amazing. is such a big thing. Yeah, I thought it was a big in deal. High, in U.S. high school culture. Culture, I was going to say that. High yeah. school culture. So, sorry if your school has really good homecoming. Like, yeah. Our experience. Must be nice. Um, I think the more, if people knew, I don't know. I just think it could be better, but. Uh, plus you still have to girls have to buy their dress like it's a, even was, more expensive I for you right I was <laughs> how much does that cost I was thinking the same thing I was like so the tickets gonna be expensive I still need to go dress shopping get shoes do my nails do my hair yeah your eyebrows well, you're probably gonna feel yeah. all good after that my mom wait wait <laughs> Kayla yeah. looking at my wallet Kayla <laughs> my mom can do your nails don't worry about yeah I'm pretty, sure, I'm pretty, I'm pretty so sure I'm pretty sure my mom can just do your nails that's so sweet that'd be oh my god that'd be the greatest oh <laughs> Vietnamese god, moms so <laughs> Vietnamese tinks <laughs> but yeah I was thinking that Oh, yeah, but that is that. That's why do you have to buy a new dress? Can you just use the one last year? It seems like every year they have to buy a new dress. I never understood I mean, that. Yeah, why is that? <laughs> like, what's what's happening here? I don't know. Because because they like to switch it up for like homecoming. Exactly. Like oh. like exactly. they want it to be special dresses. Mm-hmm. Like. Like minimum is like forty. Oh my god! Maybe, oh, I thought it was a hundred. Maybe no, thirty. That's, that's prom. prom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Maybe yeah, like prom. thirty if you're lucky, but. I, I mean, that's like, still, that's but still $60, lot, let's say another 15 for a haircut. Yeah. I'm not kidding. Right another 10 for, or how much do nails cost? I'm sorry. Like 20? Like, yeah, 20. Wow. Damn, that's nearly a hundred dollars. <laughs> just for, just for water, cold water and cold pizza. Own, no, no. Like, what could we, if we gathered up a hundred dollars each, $500 in total, <laughs> where could we go and throw our own freaking event at that point? Yeah, but it's right. not the same. I know. It's not the same. I don't know. It's really the only reason if I do go is if I have enough money that, you know, I don't have to worry about it. Or if enough people go that it just makes me feel sad and missing out. <laughs> you know? Peer pressure. Yeah, everyone's going. Just, so are you like, still Isaac? Or do you want to go? I don't I may just go senior. I really don't want to go, honestly. But if everyone's going, Wait, I know I'm just going to feel lonely. Why don't lonely. you want to go? This is expensive. Yeah, that's really the only thing that's holding really me back. like 30 or 40 that hurts. Like, dude, let's that just. Is, yeah. But I mean, don't you already have the clothes for it? Yeah, button up and stuff. But still, thirty dollars for it. It's like, whoa. Yeah, I get you. Well, we'll see. We'll see what we do. Watch only like, Thomas and Mark go. Oh my god. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> that'll be fun for you guys. And no, but Thomas, yeah. now that you said like, if your mom can do my nails, that'd be amazing. Like truly. Yeah, I can just ask her. She 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 can probably just do it. Yeah, be so amazing. What? Oh. Do you want to do? Your nails? No, no, no. <laughs> Nothing wrong. No, with that. like, does he? Did what am I trying to say? Do they? Do you even have to go to homecoming to like get your 
get um Thomas's moms to do your nails? Well, I mean, I don't have to. Wait, what? No, because oh, can't you just like, do it right I'm, now? I'm giving all this extra effort. No, to like, can't you just do it right now? Yes, she can. I mean, I can do it, but I don't want to. Why? I don't know. <laughs> I'd rather just save it yeah. <laughs> until homecoming. And let's not exploit my mom, please. Oh yeah. yeah. <laughs> Damn, B. Yeah. Unpaid labor. Are you going to prom? Oh, that's questionable. No, that's questionable. Oh. Um, prom is a hundred dollars. Oh, that's true. Oh, that's a lot no, for wait, a actually, ticket. Well, it's, a, it's like it's like seventy. Oh. I'm. It's ranging from like sixty to eighty, I think. Okay. Kayla, this is your one chance in life. No, nope, yeah, next year. I'd rather just go to No, I mean, like, for senior year. Oh, yeah. And, okay. And let's also take into consideration... Oh, that, the venue. The, that, yeah, our, the, the venue. And our prom is a lot cheaper than other schools. Yeah. Other yeah, schools pay a lot for it. And are they just as good or what? No, they're better. <laughs> Damn. But it's still, you know, I get why. Prom is really mm-hmm. expensive. Yeah. yeah. But I'm planning it. So, Ooh, so that hey, just means prom good then. Oh, that'd um, be my incentive to go. I'm <laughs> no, but I only want to go no, one year. Now, now no, that I you mean, mentioned, why, I want to make a special. Oh, yeah, yeah I just want. I don't have a boo. Tickets. But what if you're Stop. missing out? Like I get, like it's just gonna be like a dance with friends. It won't be like special, you know. Yeah, it's the same thing with homecoming. Like my friends are telling <laughs> me, like, yeah, like I don't really have a day, and I'm just like. Like just made me reflect. Reflect. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, either way, it's still gonna be fun with friends. Yeah, it will be. I'll just do it to vlog. <laughs> Bruh. The footage. The footage. <laughs> That's good content. Good content. You won't believe what they served that prom. <laughs> <laughs> Little season. <laughs> that was. It was Costco actually. Yeah. Oh, I mean, oh, that's not bad. That's not bad. It uh, is bad. Maybe it's when cold. it's cold. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But better Little Caesars. No, I want to say that Costco pizza reminds me of cardboard. Just, uh, like okay, the ice that's cream. Your loss. No. <laughs> wow. Oh, damn, I dude. Like yeah, we tried Halo Top today. Like um, healthy ice cream or sort of. It was okay. It was good. It was good. Not the best, but not. The I best. wish we I picked it. like better flavors. Maybe, maybe it was just. I feel maybe like even the, the other flavors would have. Because because our waffles we tried, was good. We tried wa- we, waffles. Or, or maybe maybe we just got lucky and chose like a good flavor. Yeah, they're probably really confused as to what we're talking about. Uh, watch the video. You watch the yeah. video and you'll know. All right, you guys won't know if you're lost. Go watch the video. Watch the video. Therapy. Um. Anyways. That's cool. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you, Thank Talkspace, you. for sponsoring this episode. Honestly, everyone that supports us and doesn't get mad because of a minute of ads, that means a lot to us and to our Patreons. Thank you to our Patreons. that You guys help a lot. The sponsors help a lot. And I can't wait till you know we're making enough money that we could give back to you guys and help you guys. That's... Uh, one of our biggest goals with this podcast is to help you guys in the same way you guys help us. So thank you for listening. If you want to help us grow, you could tell a friend about it or you could leave a review on Apple Podcasts. Um, What else is there? Follow us on Instagram at underscore teenager at teenager underscore therapy. All right. So thank you for listening and we'll see you in the next episode. Bye. Bye. Bye.